At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. A Monday show, no guests today, just me flying solo. As we'll get you the weekend recap, we'll go over the Rangers game, uh, which was just a uh, could kind of see it coming, could kind of see it coming with the way that series unfolded. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yankees, Mets, look forward to the week ahead. Got some NBA finals. So we'll do a little bit of everything. Weekend recap, week look ahead. And I guess we've got to start with the Rangers as, boy, we, we sat here this time last week and they were up two games to one, but they had just let in game three get away. And I think that's a game three that they're going to be living with for a long time that uh, it's going to stick with you because th- these opportunities, they don't come along very often. A chance to go to a cup final and look, Colorado would have been favored, absolutely. But, you know, just go, getting to a cup final would have meant a lot to them. Haven't been there in eight years. And look, it's not every day you get to go to a cup final. And they had it. They had it. And now, even if they went up three games to none, I think we saw Tampa, their firepower, they could have won three in a row and forced a game seven and possibly won the series. It's not impossible. But you do feel like if the, the Rangers got a 3 nothing lead in the series, they would have been uh, home free and on to the next round. It just... It's too bad because not only do they have their chances in that one, but Thursday night game five, this is the last time we talked to you, was Thursday night game five and had their opportunities in that one. I thought they were in good shape. They got the first goal, talked about how that was so important to erase the taste of the last two games, get that out of their mouth, you know, score first and forget everything that happened game three and getting blown out in game four. They had a lead early game five, not early. I think they scored second period. Tampa ties it. And then they just had every opportunity, including the one that's going to live in infamy where, 
they just they had a free shot and an open goal and couldn't get it home and just kind of summarizes uh that this series in the end for the rangers it's funny you know i'd been confident on the rangers even down through one to pittsburgh you see you know what they still have a chance down to nothing at carolina even going in to carolina everyone picked carolina in five you know mike palm came on and picked them in five a lot of people picked them to win a short series a lot of people said lay the price with carolina i was high on the rangers when they were down, I was high on them with Carolina. Not, not even high on them, but said, you know what? I think they have a decent chance here to force a game seven where anything can happen. And and I was high on them coming into the Lightning series. Once they were up 2-1, the way they lost that game three kind of reversed everything for me. Just because, and look, not, not that I know a ton about hockey, but knowing enough about sports, when you're the underdog, really when you're any team, but when you're the underdog and you have a chance to finish off the favorite and you let them off the mat and you don't do it, and you give them a second life that's always, always dangerous. And boy, that series just turned last Sunday when you're up two games to none, up two nothing in the game, and uh, up two one heading into the third period. That close from thinking sweep. I mean, you're thinking at that point sweep, but you're thinking at that point, hey, when does the Avalanche Rangers Cup final start? And it's just, it's not to be. It's a lost opportunity. And you could say anything for the Rangers. You could say, you know, we'll be back. Uh, you know, we got a good team, a young team. We're building. We're going in the right direction. All that's true. All of that's true. But you just you never know with these opportunities in sports. Think of you know, there's so many op- so many examples. But the 2015 Mets, and they get to the World Series and really should have won that World Series. Uh, let Game One get away. Up one, up a run in the ninth inning. One out. Familia tries to quick pitch. Alex Gordon hits a homer. They end up losing the game in 15 innings to the Royals. A game gave away game four, gave away game five, had leads late in those games, just absolutely gave the games away. And would have had Syndergaard and DeGrom in game six or seven if Duda just throws the ball to home plate with all the games they gave away. They were a chance to get on a plane and go back to Kansas City for six and seven with DeGrom and, and Syndergaard lined up. So that was one where the Mets let the World Series get away from them. And a lot of the people, a lot of Mets fans after were, were surprisingly unbothered by it. Said, you know what, we'll be back. We got young pitchers. We got, remember, Harvey was still... You know, that wasn't prime hard, but he was still starting game one of the World Series. He's still in his, you know, mid to probably 25, 26 at that point. You had DeGrom. You had Nats, who was a highly thought of prospect. You had Syndergaard. And it was brighter days are ahead. We'll be back. We'll be back next year. We'll be back plenty of times. And guess what? I haven't been back. I only back to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs the next year and lost the, the playing game, the wild card game. I don't even call it the playoffs. I call it the playing. It's technically the playoffs. But they were back the next year. And Gillespie at the homer late in the game. Uh, to, to win 3 nothing, the great Bumgarner versus Syndergaard uh, wildcard game in 2016. And they haven't been back to the playoffs since. It's hard to get these opportunities. You know, think of the Oklahoma City Thunder in, in 2012. They go to the finals. I'm pretty sure they were favored over the Heat in that finals. LeBron had never won a title. They had home court. They win game one. They have Durant, Westbrook, Harden. Uh, not not past their, not, not quite in their prime yet, especially you know, those, those guys were all early, mid-20s. So not quite in their prime, not quite developed, but that was still a hell of a Thunder team, a really good Thunder team, Ibaka. That was a really good Thunder team, and they lost. And I think the consensus after that was, hey, not a big deal. They'll be back plenty of times. These opportunities are not going away. But guess what? Harden gets traded a few months later, and that that group, or at least Durant and Westbrook, almost got back 2016 against the Warriors, but they never got back, at least together. Uh, Durant, you know, went on to Golden State and got to the finals that way. But that group never made it. That franchise never made it back to a final. It's just, it's hard to come upon these opportunities and the Rangers just let one get away. And hey, they might've lost in five to the Avalanche. I, I think that's, if not 
uh, it possible, probably likely that they would have lost in, you know, five or six games. They would have had a goaltending advantage, but uh, the Avalanche are just a machine. And as we see this line here, Bet Rivers Avalanche, uh, let's see, Avalanche took some money. I noticed Saturday night, as soon as that Rangers-Lightning game ended, and boy, you never really felt like the Rangers, even when they tied it late, it just felt like the, the Lightning were dominating that game as it was scoreless for a while. Lightning had the lead. Uh, it felt like just you could play this game until Thursday and the, the Rangers weren't going to score, but they did score. They tied it, and then the, the Lightning come back and uh, you know, respond right away, win it 2-1, to one, take the lead 2-1, to one and hold on to win it 2-1. to one. As we're looking at the series now, it is, well, Avalanche minus 195, Lightning plus 165. Again, I'm not Barry Melrose. That seems a little high. That seems a little high. This Lightning team is obviously going for a third straight title. Uh, the Avalanche are... Uh, you know, rightfully favored, but 195 almost $2 favorite, seems a little excessive. Uh, should be a great series. I mean, I, I don't know. You're not going to get great ratings here in New York. The Rangers fans are uh, hurt right now, heartbroken. They're not going to sit here and watch Avalanche Lightning. you got to be real di diehard to uh, to watch that series, even though it's a great series. If you're a Ranger fan, you, you just you, it's hard to stomach the idea of watching the cup final right now without your team in it. So it is uh, Avalanche minus 195, Lightning plus 165. To win the cup, game one is Avalanche minus 157, Lightning plus 133. Total is six, as the Avalanche obviously have a ton of firepower, ton of explosiveness. So a tough one for the Rangers, tough one. I, I think you look at game three, you look at how game five unfolded, having a lead, having those open goal, open opportunities to put the puck in the net and, and not doing it. And, you lose it in six, and, and you end up... It's too bad, because I would have liked to be sitting here talking about a game seven, but you know what? The Lightning were the better team. Uh, and you could say going in, you know what? We weren't the better team. We weren't supposed to win. Well, when you're up 2 nothing in the series, and you're up 2 nothing in game three, and you're up one nothing in game five, you have all these opportunities. It's it's just it's hard to stomach. Uh, you know what these remind, these Rangers, this Ranger team reminded me of? A couple things. It reminded me a couple of the Islander teams of the past couple of years. Remember last year, the Islanders in the conference final as well uh, got up one nothing against the Lightning in the series, lost the next two. Eventually, got to a game seven and lost one nothing on a shorthanded goal. And just that those Islanders teams are similar to this Ranger team. Well coached, good goalie, uh, gave you a good run, but ultimately didn't have enough to get over the top. And they did the same thing two years ago, where I think they had to win a playing round. Then they beat the Capitals in round one. Uh, was it the Penguins in round two? And then, the, uh, of course, they fell short again to the Lightning in game six. They lost that game six in overtime. So that Ranger group's a little like, uh, that Islander group's a little like this Ranger group, where they're just a little short, gave you a good run, but ultimately come up come up short, come up empty as the Lightning go to their third straight cup final. You know, it's funny, a few years ago, the Lightning were, it's, it's funny how qu quickly things change in sports and narratives and, you know, the perception. And look, the perception is based on what happens, but... The Lightning, remember, they won the most games in the league in 2019. They get swept in the first round by Columbus, and they're just they're chokers, they're gag, they're never going to win, this and that. And here we are, they're you know three years later, they're going for their third straight Stanley Cup championship. And three's a lot. Three's a lot. The Lakers in what was it, 2000, 2001, 2002? That's the last time in you know the major sports we've seen a a three peat. All those great Patriot teams that never happened. Even those Patriot teams, they only went back-to-back -back once. Uh, the Spurs won a bunch of championships. They didn't 3 feet. They never even went back-to-back. 
Uh, the Warriors did win two in a row, and they were going for three in a row. That's when Durant and Clay got hurt. That they absolutely would have three peated if, even if one of those guys didn't get hurt. If if just Durant, you know, if just Durant and Curry were healthy, they win. Even if it was just Clay and Steph, remember they were about to force a game seven uh, and go back to Toronto, where it had been kind of a, a coin toss game. But I I think you know injuries clearly um, affected that series. But the Warriors, for all their greatness, they won three in four years, but they never won three in a row. It's hard to win three in a row. It's hard to win two in a row. I mean, it's, look, it's hard to win once. Two in a row is special. Three in a row is uh, nearly unheard of. It's, I mean, look, that's two decades ago now, it, it, literally 20 years ago. So uh, hard to get three in a row, and the Lightning have the opportunity to get three in a row here. And the other team that this like, this Ranger team reminds me of, the 2017 Yankees, just because, if you remember, the Yankees were always playing from behind in that postseason. You know, they got to the playing game, the wild card game against Minnesota. Right off the bat, they're down 3 nothing. Severino gives up the homer. Chad Green comes in, saves the day. DD homers. Yankees win the game, but right off the bat, they're up against it. Then they go to the divisional round. They lose the two games to Cleveland. Remember, they lose game one, like 4 nothing. Then game two was the game where they didn't challenge. Lindor hits the Grand Slam. They didn't challenge. Chad Green was in again. Yeah, I think it was Chad Green. Should have been strike three. Girardi didn't challenge. Lindor hits a Grand Slam. And they're down 2 nothing. That was a great Indian team. That team had won 23 games in a row that August, September. And then the Yankees come back and win that series. Win three in a row. Win game five in Cleveland. Didi hits the two homers. And then they're right away, they're down 2 nothing to Houston. And just trailing, trailing all postseason playing catch-up. And it's funny, once the Yankees finally got a lead in the series, it was up 3-2 on Houston. They're finally they're finally caught up. They're finally not playing from behind. And then they lose the next two, and Houston wins and goes to the World Series. Same thing with the Rangers. They're down 3-1 to Pittsburgh, down 2-0 to Carolina. They never led in any of these series until the Lightning. They get up 1-0, they get up 2-0, and then boom, they never won another game. So they played incredible from behind. They played incredible with their backup against the wall, facing elimination, won every game they needed to win. Then they get a lead in the series, and, and they, they couldn't get it done. So pretty, uh, pretty remarkable similarities between that 2017 Yankee team and this Ranger team as – uh, bitter disappointment, just a, a tough one. There's no, uh, you know, there, there's no gradual end to the season. You follow this team. If you're a big Ranger fan, you're watching all night. When's the season start? October, November, night in, night out. You're watching this team, and it's just, it's a hell of a ride. And that that ride has a way of coming to an abrupt end. It just once it's over, it's uh, it's kind of an empty feeling. And that the Ranger fans experience that Saturday night. That's an empty feeling. You have to admit, just even if you're not a huge hockey fan, there is nothing as intense as and hockey's not even my favorite sport, but hockey's just uh, there, there's so much intensity. The last minute of an elimination game, when it's a one goal game, that last minute of the Rangers like there's just so much tension, there's so much drama. Uh, you know, if you can tie the game up, you're looking at a potential overtime in a game seven for a chance to go to the Cup final. And, you know, every bounce of the puck, you're just on the edge of your seat. And it's just so intense. It's just so dramatic. So enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. It's too bad it's over. Wish we were sitting here talking about a game seven. Wish we had a cup final to talk about. But it's not to be as the lightning advance. The Rangers are out. Uh, I mean, look, the uh, the NHL offseason is, is, is not too long. So they'll, they'll be back before you know. I think they start, what, training camp. Preseason's like the middle of September. So it's a really, it feels like there's no offseason in the NHL. It's like... You know what? You get a couple weeks off, and before you know it, training camp. So the Rangers season's over. It is Lightning Avalanche in the finals. It is Avalanche minus 157 in game one, minus 195 for the series. So that's the hockey. When we come back, we'll do a little baseball. The Yankees, the Mets, we'll touch on the NBA finals. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.
BetRivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21 or older, available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, the U.S. Open begins Thursday, and Bet Rivers is giving you extra reasons to tune in and play. Just log in each day of the U.S. Open and receive a free profit boost to power up your tournament bet. Every round, a new boost for you to use before the round starts or while the players are on the course. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Make your U.S. Open bets every day and get an extra boost while doing it at BetRivers. Go to the BetRivers app or visit BetRivers.com. Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right. Uh, let's do a little baseball. The Yankees... Uh, I think we can make this quick. They are just destroying the competition. Um, I didn't love what they did this offseason. I didn't think they improved the team enough. You had all these shortstops available. Seager, Correa, you go down the line. Freddie Freeman at first base, and they basically they didn't add anybody. They bring in Donaldson. Uh, just really, with all their payroll, with all their money, you, you wanted them to do a, do a little more. But at the end of the day, I said, you know what? Over 92.5 because their defense is going to be a lot better. Their bullpen's really good, and their defense is good. Addition by subtraction with Sanchez. Kiner Filet short, although he's average, although average is a major upgrade. Torres was just a butcher at shortstop, and Torres is settled in a little bit at second. He's never going to be a great fielder. He's okay at best. He's certainly uh, seen a resurgence in his power, which you like to see. I think that's big for the Yankees, but getting him off a of shortstop was big. You get a whole year of Rizzo, who's a good fielder. You get a whole year of Gallo, who's a good fielder for all of his issues. The plate, he plays a good outfield. He's fast, covers a lot of ground. Rizzo's a really good upper echelon first baseman. Donaldson's good at third. So they're just, and obviously catcher, they're solid. Uh, Trevino should catch more. Trevino gets big hits. Trevino uh, is a good, I like Trevino. Trevino's a good player. This 60-40 split with Trevino and Higashioka's got to stop. Trevino's got to be the catcher. Uh, Trevino's got to play full-time here and, and play a little more than he does, and I think he will. So, uh, But look, I, I thought they'd go over 92 and a half just because I thought the defense would be better. They have enough power. They have a good regular season lineup, although it's not perfect. They've got some holes with Hicks and with Gallo. But the rotation's just lights out, and they are just killing teams. They, they beat up on the Cubbies on Sunday. Uh, they played a weird game Friday night where you know, the ghost runner, the ninth inning, 10th inning, 11th inning, and 12th inning, nobody got the ghost runner in either team. You know, you don't really see these long extra inning games anymore because of the ghost runner. And, you know, sometimes one team doesn't score, the other team scores, or some team will score one and the other team scores two, but you don't get a lot of matching. And what leads to these extra innings, these long extra inning games is matching. You know, you score one, I score one. Usually somebody either puts up a crooked number, somebody doesn't score, and the other team does, and these games end 10, 11, 12, 13 is a very long uh, unusually long for these games to go with the ghost runner, which I don't really like. I, I miss the old – look, I miss normal ba- – this isn't baseball. To put a guy at second base, this is not baseball. It's gimmicky. It's stupid. I can't stand it. But actually, Friday night, nobody could get the guy in. Ninth inning, 10th inning, 11th inning, 12th inning. Neither team could get the – man on second, nobody out. Just bunt him over, hit a fly ball. I don't like bunting, but bunt him over, hit a fly ball, at least when you're the home team. Drove me nuts, but the Yankees ended up winning that game. They bury the Cubs Saturday, hit six solo homers. And that kid was actually pitching a, a decent ball game. Swarmer, Judge Homer's the first at bat of the game. Hates another one later. Stanton hits the ball nine miles. They end up hitting six homers, and Smoltz actually had a funny line. He wasn't even trying to be funny. He goes, 
Well, give Swarmer credit. You know, it was six solo homers at least, which, dude, I mean, come on. He gave up six home runs. Uh, and then Sunday, they just get buried 18-4. to four. Just a joke. Yeah, he scored 18 runs. Stanton, Judge, Rizzo, none of them homered. Uh, Higashioka actually hit it. I think it was his first homer off a 35-mile-an-hour. I can't even call it a fastball. I think, was it Schwindel they put into pitch? Lobs the ball up to 35 miles an hour, and Higashioka gets it out to uh, to get on the board. I'm pretty sure that was his first homer. So Yanks are just a machine right now. Yanks are just a machine right now. They they are off on Monday. They start a really important stretch here. Three against the Rays at home in New York. Three at Toronto. Then three at Tampa. So nine in a row, all against their chief competitors in the AL East. Although Boston's played a little better. Boston's 13-14 back in the loss. Boston's not a factor here in this division. Uh, the Yankees got a chance here. It goes, you know, even if they go five and four, they're fine. They go six, even four and five, they'd be fine. But if they go six and three, seven and two, I mean, this is going to be a dance to the uh, to the pennant, to the first place in this division. They'll get the bye. I think September first, they have a seven, eight, ten game lead. I don't think this is going to be a race. I don't think they let these teams back in. They just their starting pitching's too good. Starting pitching's too good. They pitch a really good pitcher every day. Every guy on the team, you can make a case to be on the All Star team. I know Cole gave up. The five, five homers on Thursday. Was it Thursday night? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, and they come back and win that game, which is a team the, the Yankees have never won that game in the past years. That's just a game they don't win. Uh, that's a, That was a tremendous win. Cole gives up three homers to start the game. And the bullpen comes in, does a good job. They come back and win that game. Actually won and covered the run line in that game. So uh, this Yankee team is in good shape. Plus 500 here to win the whole thing at Bet Rivers. This Yankee team is just a machine right now. Now, they're not perfect. Like I said, Gallo's an issue. Hicks has hit a little better. These guys have played a little better, but, you know, kind of Falefa you don't love. This is not, you know, people compare them to the 98 Yankees. The 98 Yankees had Scott Brocious hitting ninth. Scott Brocious hit 300 that year, right on the dot, I'm pretty sure. Uh, this is not that team. This team has some flaws. And whenever Chapman comes back, and it sounds like he's pretty close to coming back, that's an issue. Keep him the hell away from big spots, please. You cannot have him anywhere near the ninth inning. Now, you could put him in the seventh inning of a 3-2 game. He can hurt you just as bad. So you got to be careful here. Chapman's a disaster with the loss of velocity. He's wild. You know, he makes you nervous. You just you can't trust Chapman whatsoever. You got to be very delicate here in, in how you deal with Chapman here. And if he, it's an issue with his ego where he wants to pitch in, in big leverage spots and he's making a stink, get rid of him. Because there's not that much left on his contract. Just get rid of him. So uh that that's the issue with the Yankees now is you know the little things like you know what you do with Chapman finding another bat finding another bullpen arm I'm sure they'll add one of each you know there's even rumors they could trade for Luis Castillo because you know Tyone's a free agent and they like Castillo and they have a habit of thinking ahead so maybe they add another starter which would be hard to believe because you get to a postseason Cole's still going to start game one I don't care how well Cortez pitches I guess if Cole was just awful the second half of the year, and he hasn't been awful, he's been he hasn't been great, but he hasn't been awful. Cole will still pitch game one, barring you know something unforeseen. Then then how you order the rotation gets interesting. Do you go Cortez in game two? Do you go Severino in game two? Severino's quietly been dominant too, and Montgomery's really good, and Tyone's really good. So you could really order it any way you want, and whichever one obviously is in the rotation, you can use at some point here in the bullpen. So. All good problems to have for the Yankees. They'll add a bullpen guy. They'll add a bat. You know, Andrew Benatendi. They could use a lefty bat. You know who I like is Jorge Soler. I, I saw him hit the other day, and I remember I, I I don't know if I was doing the podcast yet, but I, podcast yet, but I gave him out for World Series MVP last year, and he did it. And you know, he'd be a little repetitive. Judge Stanton, Soler, all right-handed batters, all power, all kind of feast or famine. But that boy, that'd be fun to have him. 
in, in the middle of that lineup. I just I don't know. You know, he probably DH. He's not a good outfielder, so would you DH him? I, I, I don't know. But Benatendi would make sense. He's a good bat, a lefty bat. So you can figure out here who you're going to add, and that's just it's a matter of staying healthy. Uh, Judge is going to be the MVP, barring, you know what, he could check swing and pull an oblique, and, and you're dealing with an issue. But Judge is on pace. I don't know if you guys saw what numbers he's on pace to have. 64 homers, like 155 RBIs. Average is good, plays a good outfield, rocket for an arm, gets on base. Faster than I mean, he's just an incredible player. Just an incredible player. What his contract looks like, uh, look, the Yankees cannot afford to lose him, so it's not going to be cheap. You're going to have to pay him. The back end of his contract is going to be ugly, but if you're the Yankees, you just can't let this guy get out of the building. So, Judge now plus 150 to win an MVP here at Bet Rivers. Yankees plus 500 to win the whole thing. What are they? Minus 300 to win the division. Minus 400. Something crazy. I think, you know what? If you got the money, you might as well play it because they're not losing this division. They're just not. Yankees here to win the division are at Bet Rivers as I am downloading. Well, I already have my Bet Rivers app downloaded. I'm just checking the odds here. MLB futures. Yankees, like I said, five to one to win it all. Plus two fifty to get to the World Series. Uh, Mets are plus three fifty to get to the World Series. Mets are eight to one to win the whole thing. Yankees to win the division. Is it not listed? No, it's listed. Yankees minus 305. That's a little cheap. That's actually not a bad price. Look, you got to risk $305 to win 100. That's not bad. Yankees are not losing this division. They're just, they're not. These other teams are too far behind. And Toronto's too inconsistent. Toronto's dangerous in a playoff. I mean, Toronto scared the hell out of me in a playoff series because their pitching's pretty good. They got a ton of power. I still pick the Yankees to beat them, but look, Toronto's not a lot of fun to play. But Toronto's not the type of team. They're not consistent enough. Uh, to make up ground on the Yankees. So Yankees minus 305 are going to win this division. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And Judge is in good, uh, in good shape here to be the MVP. So let's see. What else can we look at? Yankees, are, are, like I said, are off today. Big stretch starting tomorrow. Rays, Jays, Rays again. Then I think they get the Astros a couple times. So the Yankees, that's the one thing. Their schedule has been tough. It's a lot of Cubs and Tigers and Orioles and Guardians. And it's... You know, the Twins, it's been a pretty soft schedule. So, But look, when you have the kind of record they have, they, they have just been a dominant, dominant baseball team. Uh, the Mets, on the other hand, we can spend a minute on them. Things are getting a little tighter. Now, It was it, it's a little greedy of you to expect you're down the best pitcher in baseball all season. Hasn't thrown a pitch for you. Scherzer's missed a month. One of the other you know, top 10, 15 pitchers in baseball. He's missed a month. McGill's missed time. Alonzo, Marte, they've missed time. So the fact that you thought you could miss these guys and not even be in a pen, not only in your division with the World Series champs, the fact that you could miss all these guys, not only win the division, but win it comfortably, was probably a little greedy. Now look, when you have a 7-8, I think they got up to a 9 or 10 game lead. When you have that kind of lead, of course you're going to be greedy. Of course you're going to say, you know what, let's put these teams away. But you know what, some of this is out of your control. When the Braves win 11 in a row and they've won 11 in a row, look, things are going to get tight. And things might even get tighter because the Braves, if you look this week, they got the Nationals for three and then the Cubs for three. So the Braves, look, the Braves are good. I mean, you're going to run out of pitching staff of Morton, Anderson, uh, Kyle Wright's come into his own. Uh, Freed's obviously outstanding. Uh, Strider is just tremendous. He, he kind of came out of nowhere, man. He is a good, good pitcher. Uh, he throws the ball hundred. I mean, he throws the ball harder than any of these guys. He's tremendous. And that lineup, I mean, with, Acuna back, Dansby Swanson, uh, Riley. You just go down the line. Olsen. They, that is a really, really good baseball team. So they're not going away. I, I do think the Mets have a big enough lead, a big enough cushion, 
what, five, six games or so. I think they have a big enough cushion. They've won enough of these games here on the West Coast. And boy, doesn't it feel like this West Coast trip has lasted a lifetime? feels like they've been on the West Coast for a month between uh, the Rockies and the Giants and the Dodgers and the Padres and the I mean, it feels like they've been on the West Coast forever. They are off today. They get the Brewers tomorrow. I'm sure they're happy to be home. Boy, they've been around. They've been gone for a while. I think they've built up enough of a cushion and they have enough reinforcements coming. Uh, DeGrom and Scherzer throwing bullpens. I think Scherzer's throwing live VP. If you can get these guys back like a month from now, maybe Scherzer a little quicker and you still have a three, four game lead. I don't, I don't know that, you know, you would sign for that. Let's just put it that way. You would sign for the three or four game lead right now if you're the Mets and just get these guys back. I think you're in good shape. But this idea that you're just kind of, you know, waltz to the division. Uh, I think that's a, a little optimistic at this point. And Phillies won a bunch of games in a row. They lost Sunday, but uh, since Girardi was fired, they just won, won a bunch of games and they've started to play well. And you know they have a good pitching, good pitching staff in terms of starters and good relievers and, and good uh, and good lineup. So, hey, when you have a good starting pitching staff and a good offense, that's uh, I would say that's half the battle. That's more than half the battle. Bullpen's an issue, defense is an issue, but when you when you got a good starting pitching, you got a good offense. You know you're going to win some games. So. I still like the Mets to win the division. I think the Mets are in good shape, but uh, look, it's going to be a pennant race. You want a pennant race. There's nothing wrong with a pennant race. It's good. Scoreboard watching, intense games. Uh, you're going to have a summer here where you know, you're in a pennant race. Worst comes to worst, you, you lose a division and you finish a wild card. It's not what you want, especially when you have this big of a lead. But Mets are still in good shape here. You know they, They've survived the, the West Coast trip. The Braves have gotten hot. You knew they would make their run. So not the end of the world for the Mets. I don't think you're going to run and hide in this division and win it by 10-plus games like the Yankees might. But I think the Mets still are in uh, pretty good shape. When we come back, we'll finish up. We'll do a little NBA Finals. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet Rivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into BetRivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same-game parlay. You decide. Log on to the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, a Monday with with not a lot. Rarely you get the Yankees and the Mets both off, but the Yankees and Mets are both off tonight. Won't have any baseball to watch, but we will have some NBA. You know, it was, it was weird last night. You, you get a Sunday night, second week of June, middle of June, early June, whatever. Uh, no NBA and no Stanley Cup last night. It was no hockey, no NBA, so it was a weird Sunday night. But tonight, the NBA resumes, and boy, Friday night, this series... It's funny. I thought I, I picked going in Golden State in seven. You could have talked me into Boston winning the series. I thought at times, you know, Curry's obviously the best player in the series, but if you're just choosing sides, playground style, like we're drafting both rosters, you're obviously you're picking Curry first. After that, you're picking a whole lot of Celtics, and that worried me from Golden State because let's just play it out. You're picking Curry's the first pick. After that, it's Tatum, it's Brown, it's Robert Williams, it's Smart, it's Horford, uh, as Mark Jackson calls him, Al Hawford. Um, it's a lot of Celtics, so I just thought Boston's younger, more athletic, and Boston might win this series, but now Golden State, it's a best two out of three, and Golden State's got two at home. Now, home court hasn't meant everything uh, in this series or really in the playoffs. Boston's been good at the road, uh, good on the road, shaky at home, so it, it's not like home court is you know th this thing that's 
impenetrable. But look, you're Golden State, you're home. You got Curry, you got the best player, and you got home court. So you got a chance here. Like I said, Golden State minus four tonight, total 212. I do think both teams hold serve. I think the, the Warriors win tonight. I wouldn't lay the four just because I think these are dead even teams. And it's hard to lay four when these teams are so even. Boston's probably even a little better. Pound for pound, man for man. If Curry just plays okay, if like he was unbelievable, that's an all-time great. And people, you know, people like to knock Curry because he hasn't won a finals MVP. They knock his performance in the finals. Coming into the season, Curry's first career averaged 26, 6, and 6 in the finals. So it's not like he's averaging eight points here. And plus the attention he commands is so impactful. So anyone knocking Curry is just an idiot. I have no patience to anyone knocking Curry. It's like people that knock LeBron. Give me a break. Curry's an all-time great. You saw it the other night. Not just the amount of shots he's taking and making. The difficulty of shots was just incredible, and it's not, I mean, off-balance, deep threes, you know, then he could drive by in these these tough finishes, these tough layups. Uh, I think Robert Williams leaving the game with a knee injury is incredibly relevant, and you just never know night to night how he's going to be. One night he's limping around, game two he looked awful, game three he looked like himself again, game four he looked, uh, you know, spry, active, even off short rest, I wasn't sure if he would, but then end of game four he, he comes out with a knee injury. And he doesn't come back. Now, it sounds, Adoka said, you know, he'll be good to go. Don't, don't see any reason why he shouldn't play. Uh, but you never know. You know, you could, I was looking at him with some of his over-under props. His over-under points is six and a half. Uh, and he got this, he got to exactly seven the other night. But you come out and, and he looks like himself. He's going to go over that probably. But if he comes out and he's limping around, you know, it's one of those things where you wish you could bet it live because uh, so much of it is there's a difference between playing and being healthy. And, I guess we won't know until he play until the game starts. You know how healthy he is. Um, I do like I do think the Warriors win. I wouldn't lay the four. You could lay the what is it? It's not the, not a terrible money line here. Minus one sixty five. It's actually a pretty cheap money line for what the game is. Yeah, minus minus one sixty five. Now the spread hasn't come into account in any of these games, so you could just say you know what? I think it's like seventy eight NBA Finals games in a row where the team that won covered the spread. So there, you don't get any situations where a team. Like tonight, say Boston wins, but they are uh, Golden State wins, but they don't cover. You don't see that. You haven't seen that at least in 100 games or whatever it is. But doesn't mean. I guess you look at it the other one, say it's due. That you know what, Golden State wins by a bucket and they win the game, but they don't cover. I don't think that'll happen, but it's it's certainly possible. I think I would just lay the minus 165 if anything. I don't know about laying four here with these teams that are that equal. And like I said. Boston's healthy. Curry just plays okay. Boston's got a very good chance to, to win the game. Boston's just as good, if not a little better, than Golden State. But I do think Golden State wins. Game six would be Thursday. I think Boston wins. And look, the NBA's had a brutal NBA, uh, a postseason here. A lot of blowouts. Not a lot of long series. Uh, a lot of these series were a bore. A lot of these series were disappointing. Nets Celtics round one was pretty good. Moments of Bucks Celtics was pretty good. But a lot of you know, not a lot of game sevens. The Boston-Milwaukee Game 7 was bad. The Boston-Miami series was weird. Uh, you know, Golden State and Dallas in the conference final wasn't exciting. We didn't get the Golden State-Phoenix final, conference final we wanted. But if we can be sitting here six days from now, Father's Day, Sunday night, 8 o'clock with a Game 7 NBA Finals Warriors, Celtics. We haven't had a Game 7 in the NBA Finals since 2016. That would be a lot of fun. The NBA needs it. The NBA wants it. Whoever's up three games to two, put it this way, whoever's down three games to two on Thursday and somebody's going to be down three games to two, uh, I think is going to have a hard time getting calls. I think the NBA, and I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, I'm, I'm not anything like that, but I think whoever's down three games to two on Thursday night is going to have a hard time getting calls. So I think we're headed for a game seven. I'm rooting for a game seven. 
Uh, it would be a lot of fun. Curry, Tatum, and, and by the way, Tatum's a little overrated. You know what I think? I think Tatum's overrated. I think Jalen Brown's underrated. I think those two are pretty comparable. Now, Tatum gets a lot more of the attention. They, you know, they, they double him a little more. They they throw the you know the primary defender at him. But boy, I think Tatum's a little. I mean, he turns the ball over a lot. He's an erratic shooter. To me, Brown and Brown turns the ball over a lot too, and he doesn't have a great handle. But Brown is an underrated player. And if you're just talking about uh, as I could pull up the MVP odds here at Bet Rivers, Curry minus 150, Tatum plus 195, Brown plus 550 is a great bet. If the, if the Celtics win, I think it's a toss up between Tatum and Brown. Brown plus 550, boy, I would actually bet that one. Um, what the hell was I saying? I don't even know. Brown's underrated. Brown's an underrated player. Oh, if you're just talking about most valuable, Robert Williams, just in, in the sense of the word Robert Williams, and he is, oh my God, is this plus, he's 250 to one, Robert Williams. Pound for pound, Robert Williams might be their best player, most valuable player. He, what he does on defense is so impactful. I mean, you guys, you see guys on Golden State when he's on the court, they're pump faking a nobody. I mean, he's so good, and, and for good reason. He's just terrifying. He's got long arms. He's quick. He can defend the perimeter. He can defend inside, outside. He's a, a tremendous player. 250 to 1. Now, again, if the bet doesn't win, it doesn't matter what the number is. He should not be 250 to 1 because he is more valuable than that. You can certainly make a case. That, you know what, there's a scenario here where they win and, and he's dominant. Now, again, you have to worry about the knee. But, uh, again, I don't think he's going to win. He's probably not going to. He should not be 250 to 1. You know, he's just, he, he's as valuable. Is he as valuable as Tatum and Brown? It's close. It really is. It's it's in different ways. He doesn't do it with scoring. But, boy, his defense, his rebounding, he is just a force and a, a tremendous player. So, I think we're headed for 7. I think the Warriors probably win tonight. If I had to take it, I would lay 165. The four makes me nervous. The 165 is cheap enough for you. Just you know what, lay a dollar 65 uh, and not really worry about it in terms of them winning by two or three or a late three, a backdoor cover. You could just take the Warriors on the money line. So I think the Warriors win tonight. I think the Celtics down three games to two, get every call in America on Thursday, and we're headed for a game seven Father's Day. Game seven NBA Finals will be a lot of fun. So hopefully we're headed that way. But that'll do it for this show. Uh, we got some pretty good guests lined up. I, I think we're having Tim Kirkshin on tomorrow. Looks like Mark Feinstein on Wednesday, barring any unforeseen scheduling changes. So looking forward to that. Those should be fun. We'll talk plenty of baseball. Obviously, NBA Finals still around. I don't know how much hockey we'll do with the Rangers out of the mix. Uh, but plenty to do the rest of the week. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, any help with that we would be much appreciated. We'll be back tomorrow. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.